And hey, we are always so excited and uh, very proud to be able to, on a regular basis, check in with Stony Brook Southampton Hospital. And today we welcome, I feel like she's a BFF now. She, <laughs> <laughs> we just spent just five minutes uh, chatting off the air. She is the Director of Cancer Services at Stony Brook Southampton Hospital's Phillips Family Cancer Center. Talk about a family affair. And uh, also the Ellen Hermanson Breast Center. She is Laura Borgart, and she joins us live on the line. Laura, hello, happy Wednesday. Oh, thank you, Bonnie. It's really nice that you invited me on. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. So we were talking off the air about your experience, but first, as Director of Cancer Services at Stony Brook Southampton Hospital, just give us a sense of what what that encompasses. That sounds like a huge responsibility. It's, it's actually been um, amazing. So cancer services for us out here at Southampton, we oversee, you know, the medical oncology, radiation oncology uh, service lines for the patients that have cancer. Um, so we help kind of navigate them through the process and make sure that they, they get the cancer care, whether it's surgery, chemo, uh, radiation, and, and help them through that, that process. Um, Laura, yourself, how long have you been involved now with Stony Brook Southampton Hospital? Stony Brook itself for about 20 plus years and about 10 years ago we saw the, a real need for um, cancer service lines out here in, in the community. Um, you know the closest that you know patients had to be able to, to go get um, state-of-the-art care was, was Stony Brook and so we developed this um, starting probably in about 2014 and um, I started working with them almost immediately on the designs and building this, this program. And then back in 2019, we opened our doors at Phillips Family Cancer Center. And you have worked over the years closely with the Phillips family, right, in, yep. in designing yes. this, right? Yeah, they're phenomenal. Yeah, absolutely. Amazing, humble, terrific people, yeah. So uh, it, it opened officially in 2019, but you've been working on this for a, a longer, right? 2015, you said you kind of got yeah, started? Yeah, yeah. I think it started with, um, you know, a little kernel of an idea and developed into uh, scribbles on napkins. And, <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, it just, it just blossomed. It was such, there was such a need and and such a commitment too from the people to to be able to bring this out here um so it really was collaborative effort on on so many different parts so laura give us a sense of what services you do offer there uh, as director of cancer services at stony brook southampton what what are the services you do offer here so uh, at the cancer center itself, we have a radiation oncology and a medical oncology service. Um, the medical oncology, all the doctors, I should say, are from, from Stony Brook Medicine. Um, the medical oncologist that we have also specializes in hematology. So we do, we do chemotherapy, we do transfusions, um, we even treat, you know, um, non-cancerous um, patients that, you know, that need our, our services. Radiation oncology, we have on the, on the first floor, um, we have one linear accelerator, but we do, you know, the state of the art with the, the stereotactic radiation therapy, stereotactic radiation surgery. Mm. Um, what is that? We, you know, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> what? You don't know what that is? <laughs> so um, it is actually probably one of the, the more advanced treatments for patients with radiation. So the goal in radiation oncology is that you want to treat the tumor and you want to spare the, the normal tissue that's around there. So that type of, of treatment actually can give very, very high dose to a very small area and it affords the patient the opportunity to really get them maximize the targeting of the cancer cells while sparing everything, the healthy tissue around it. So do I understand that, that this is a part of uh, or it is the most advanced uh, accelerate yeah. on the East End, this treatment? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, it's, it's something that we've been doing at, at Stony Brook for a while, and it just made sense to get the latest and greatest out here at Southampton for, for our community. Mm. Tell us a little bit about your own experience, if you don't mind sharing that. Uh, no, I don't mind. Thank you, Bonnie. I, it's, it's interesting because I, as I was telling you off the air, I had started here in um, the spring of, of 2019 and being you know, so involved in, in building this program. And then after six months of, of being here, um, I had found out that I, I myself was diagnosed with breast cancer. So I wound up <laughs> getting my treatments here. So it was just an amazing opportunity for me. Uh, I know, you know, people go, oh my God, I'm so sorry, but really it was such a blessing. Um, I had such, I don't even feel like I had a team. I felt like I had an army. Um, and it wasn't because of, you know, who I was within the organization, but this is how my staff treat every single patient that walks through the door. And um, they just rally around you and you get the, the best possible care. and. It's so, you know, individual, and it was just an amazing thing for me to be able to see, um, not only as an administrator, but also as, as a patient. And there were things like I said, hey, you know what, maybe we can do this a little bit better. And then for me to be able to have that opportunity to, you know, to make certain changes, to, to give the best possible care that we can to our patients out here on the East End. Wow. So, like, were you taking notes as they were <laughs> treating you? <laughs> it's like, I would do this different. No, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Honestly, it was just like little little things, little nuances that maybe you just don't realize when, when you're, you know, in, in this career path as a, as a healthcare worker um, that you see as a patient and you go, hey, you know what would be really great? Um, and, you know, you just kind of think of these things. And so for me, there were certain things that were just really, really important because I want to be able to give the community the, the, the best possible treatment, the highest quality of care. And sometimes it's just those little things that make a huge difference. You know, it, you, so you were just fully immersed in it. Yes. And it, you know, probably one of the best ways <laughs> to, to learn about how best to treat a patient is to become a patient. But I don't think <laughs> Wanna, I don't think you'd want to recommend that to everybody. I don't. Right? Yeah, I yeah. don't. Let me be. Let me be the guinea pig. I don't recommend it. But for me, it worked out. It was a blessing. Um, and you know, honestly, this, these guys were were great. I got great care. I'm doing well. Um, so it's been a really positive experience. And you're good. You're good to go. Yes. Yeah. Clean. Yeah. Health. I'm about two and a half years out. Oh. Um, this. This. Um, this fall will be three years, and um, I'm, you know, revving up. I don't consider myself a survivor yet, but I'm definitely a warrior. 
um, and uh, I've got great people around me. I've always wanted, you know, you've heard of shield maidens, right, uh, from from uh, Scandinavia, uh, the women who are on the front lines of battles uh, from Norway mm. and Sweden. I've always wanted to, you know, sort of use that logo, uh, you know, in, in, in some form uh, with regard to cancer survivors. Shield maidens, you know, we are, we are women who, who are survivors, we're strong, and we got the shield up, and man, you know, we are, we are making it, yep. We'll have to talk about that after this call, because I like that. <laughs> so take us, okay, just, just we have a, a few minutes uh, with Laura mm-hmm. Borgart, who's Director of Cancer Services at Stony Brook Southampton Hospital's Phillips Family Cancer Center. Just, you know, step by step, what, what you went through and what kind of treatment you received, and that will give folks who are listening a chance to experience it with you, you know? Yeah, so we, we, I did the radiation oncology, um, and I also had a medical oncology, um, uh, here right at the center. But the other thing that we also offer our patients is we do counseling for them, but we do it for free. There's so much anxiety that's surrounded by, um, you know, the, the cancer diagnosis. What am I going to do? How am I going to get through this? You know, financial issues. How am I going to take care of my children? How am I going to get here? Transportation. So um, we actually offer also free counseling for patients. Um, We work very closely with a lot of the not-for-profits in the area. Fighting Chance um, actually has an office on site. We obviously work with Ellen Hermanson Foundation. But, um, you know, OLA, The Retreat, East Hampton Foundation, and we really try to give the patients the opportunity to be able to utilize their resources as well. So, I mean, it's it's we really try to treat the patients, and, and what I experienced was, was just full mind-body spirit when you're here, because you're not just treating a cancer, you're treating, you're treating a patient, and ultimately we're treating a community. Mm. And you didn't divide it between, say, here and Sloan and Manhattan, none of that, right? It was all out here. Absolutely not. This is everything I got was all out here um, from, from, my, from my medical oncology to my radiation oncology. Um, I follow up all the time at the Ellen Hermanson Breast Center right there at Southampton Hospital. Um, I believe it's fabulous there, by the way. It's just fabulous. In, yes, aren't they amazing? Oh, oh my gosh, yes, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I believe in the program. I believe in the people. Laura, and have so, you, you know, have you taken part in the uh, bra auction yet? <laughs> Um, no, I have not. I heard about it. Um, oh, man. I unfortunately could not make it this past year, but I saw the pictures. It looked phenomenal. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it, looks, it looks like a lot of fun. These ladies are, are wild. I'll tell you, and there's some who are survivors, some who have had mastectomies, some who, you know, are just in the community. I was honored to be a part of it one year uh, back in the day when I could really carry it off. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so much fun, and it, it, that's just an example. And when, sometimes when you walk into the Ellen Hermanson uh, Breast Center, you see the samples of the bras that have been mm-hmm. auctioned off, right? And it's all oh, to yeah. help raise money for that great, well, all of it. It's, I, I, guess, I, I guess the takeaway here, uh, Laura, is, is that, uh, folks, if you get that diagnosis, you got it all right here, right? It, the team is yes. here. Yes. Yes, and it's, we, we want patients to get the highest quality of care, and we would love to be able to, you know, give that to everyone, but I'm, I'm not 
I'm not ridiculous. I know that sometimes people have other doctors and, and they have, um, you know, other opportunities. And so for us, we just want to make sure that you're getting the care that you need and that you're being taken care of. And so we, we do have patients that are being seen in the city and, you know, they come out here for the summer and they, they want to continue their care. So we actually coordinate with their doctors. So if they're getting chemotherapy, instead of driving out to the city while they're staying out here over the summer, um, you know, a couple times a month, we'll actually coordinate with their doctors so that they can continue the regimen here. We, we want patients to get the best possible care and we're willing to, to put our money where our mouth is and, and work with the doctors in the area as well as the doctors in the city to be able to, to give that to the community. How do you answer someone who might say, well, I think the city, I feel more comfortable, they, they're more established kind of thing, you know, whatever. So I, I will I will tell you that we've we've had that conversation and I always you know you have as a patient you have to be comfortable with the person that you're going to, but um, you know we we're affiliated with Stony Brook we have many many years experience we have the clinical trials and the research. Um, we, we definitely have the, the latest and greatest. We have an on-site pharmacy. We have um, amazing physicians in, in addition to the staff and the nurses that we have here. And if you really, really felt comfortable with your doctor, we're not asking you to leave your doctor. We're just saying we can work with your doctor to provide the same regimen that you're doing out in the city here. Mm. So it's, it's really just giving you exactly what you're getting in the city, but just closer to home. Yeah. And let's take just a couple of seconds here uh, to sing the praises of Bob Chalner. I, I just oh. I've never met anyone like him. I'm sure you feel the same way, right? Oh, amazing individual, amazing man. He's just um, he's really just a tribute to the organization, and probably one of the one of the bigger reasons why I came out here to work under him. Really, he's just really? a fantastic individual. Wow. Yes. He's so just great. He was great a draw leadership. for you. Interesting. That's great. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, he he's got this open door policy that the door is literally open, and <laughs> you can go and you need him. He's there, friendly face, so intelligent, so in tune to the to the needs of his staff, of the community. Just I can't say enough wonderful things about him. So, how many patients are you kind of seeing on a regular basis now at uh, at the Stony Brook Southampton Hospital Phillips Family Cancer Center? So, so it varies from from the different site, but we have probably um, for radiation oncology, we treat anywhere from like fifteen to twenty patients a day, and then obviously it varies for um, medical oncology based on on the needs of the patient. But I mean, we're not we're not fully packed. Um, which is great, but it's it, the volume has just been increasing, unfortunately, I should say. The volume's been increasing, and we've been growing, but we've been getting, you know, great feedback from the patients that, you know, they, they love us, and they're happy that we're here, and we're able to provide for them right in their own community. Well, Laura, what is the sort of max, max capacity that you can take there at the cancer center? So I have um, 14 infusion bays, and then I can probably, that's for medical oncology, um, that's on a daily basis. And um, I can probably treat on radiation probably like 25 patients a day, 25, 30 patients a day. Um, But that's not to say that if we ever maxed out that I wouldn't extend our hours and, and possibly even open up on the weekend. Um, mm. my, my, 
My goal is to get the best quality of care to this community, and I'll do it however I can. Is there any any thought about, I know the, the building is set brick and mortar and it's a beautiful space, <laughs> but is there any thought about expanding that if, if, if need be, you know? Uh, I know St- uh, Stony Brook Southampton Hospital is eventually going to move anyway, right? Yeah. Yes, and don't tell anybody, but when we built this, we built it in mind of expanding. So we do have options if we do need to add on that, that that's a definite possibility, yes. Will you be moving with that? So um, I, I can't answer that right now. I'm not really sure where their, what their plans are for us as far as the cancer center, but the cancer center site that we have has the option if we needed to, to push out and to, to expand it, we can. Um, I don't know about the breast center. I think the breast center may be housed in the new, in the new hospital, but you know things change and, and we're willing to change with it. So if we need to, we'll, we'll get it. What what would you say are the you know you say your top three the top three um, uh, elements of what you offer for, for, in your own opinion and having experienced treatment there uh, what are what, say the top three uh, that would you know uh, you would encourage people to come that would draw them to this particular cancer center as opposed to say the city whatever. I would have to say, first of all, the, the, the quality of care is, is you know, just, just bar none. We have the latest and greatest of the technology um, for radiation. We are providing, you know, the, the best possible treatments that you, that you, you know, you're not, it's not going to be subpar to anything that you're going to see in the city or anywhere else. Um, the, the quality of the, um, the staffing that we have, the ability to do like the clinical trials and to work off the research that we're, we're working with Stony Brook, that collaboration that we have with them is just phenomenal. The doctors and their knowledge that we have, we have people that do general, we also have people that do subspecialties. The abilities to be able to give the patients resources um, that extend past the, their, the, med- the medicine, um, I think it's just, you know, it's a very global offering that we're, that we're giving our patients. You know, just hearing you talk about it, uh, and, and your voice and everything just and your experience makes me feel uh, that much more comforted knowing it's right here in our own backyard. It's too kind. No, yeah. really. Uh, just... Honestly, people don't realize it. And that's okay because, you know, what? I'm a patient woman. So <laughs> I am willing to wait. Um, wait, but you're yeah, a patient when... woman and you were a woman patient. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> but talk about, have you written uh, your memoir yet? Oh, my God. It's got to be in the works, right, Laura? <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking about doing a one-woman show. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> hey, they, uh, they might be hiring. I'll, I'll uh, pass it on. <laughs> Laura Borgat, oh, my God. Thank you so much for talking with us. And we have one of your colleagues waiting in the wings to talk with us, too. She is Jessica Swiatoka, who is apparently manager of Cardio pulmonary notice how i said that so well rehabilitation so anyway laura borkart director of cancer services uh last word from you about what you offer tell us I just want to say thank you to everyone in the community. If I had the opportunity, that's just, they've been so gracious and so wonderful to us and so warm and welcoming. So I really just want to say thank you to everyone that's, that's made this opportunity possible. Um, and we're here for you. And we understand that, you know, we're not just treating the patient here, we're treating a community. Ah. 
God bless you. Thank you so much. And give Bob Thank my you, best. <laughs> I sure will. You have a great day. You Thank too. You. Thanks, Laura. Laura Borgart, who is director of cancer services at uh, Stony Brook Southampton Hospital. And uh, joining us now live is Jessica Swiatoka, uh, who is now, Jessica, let me get this straight. Welcome, by the way. Thank you. Thanks for having me. <laughs> you are manager of cardiopulmonary rehabilitation. Correct. And as well as um, wellness services. So Ooh. I oversee both the cardiopulmonary program as well as all of our wellness services here at the hospital. And this is with the Fa- Phillips Family Cancer Wellness Program. Boy, this yeah, we have th- an, extensive cardia, uh, uh, an extensive cancer wellness program that we've put together over the past two years. It's great. The Phillips Family... I mean, what can we say about them for, you know, doing this and putting this all together, right? Yes, it's very generous of them for um, for sponsoring the uh, the location of our Phillips Family Cancer Center, and then for us to be able to offer wellness services out in the community, as well as hopefully again at the Phillips Family Cancer Center soon. Um, you know, it's 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 been a great opportunity. Tell us a little bit about your wellness program. Sure. Um, so we st- we actually started our program um, right before COVID hit. So it's it's been an interesting journey for us in, in adapting um, during these during these interesting times. But we started out with a cancer wellness program that was focused on um, primarily just keeping people active during treatment as well as after their treatment, and and also focusing on um, giving the out- an outlet for caregivers. Um, so we hmm. started with exercise classes. We did some boxing. Um, we did some Tai Chi. Uh, we've had a yoga class in place for many years. So all of those programs were our core programs. And then we've we've expanded out to also include some non-exercise programs that are more um, emotionally, you know, supportive with... Um, with classes on meditation, acupuncture circles. Um, we do a writing course. We do a, a, a really fun singing class, which people people really, really enjoy. It's um, strength through song. Um, and then we've also introduced a more clinical program called uh, Fit and Strong. It's a lymphedema exercise and education program. So that's been um, very well received by the community as well. A singing program? Yes. I love it. So, so we have um, one of our instructors, her background is um, on stage, and she's an excellent singer, and we've gotten a group together, and they get together weekly, and they do um, different songs. Usually there's a different theme every week. Um, one week was Broadway. Um, it's definitely based around holidays, so if it's you know near Memorial Day or 4th of July, there's a lot of patriotic songs that are sang. Um, so wow. people have a great time in that class, and it's off, all of our programs are either offered virtually or in person so even if um you know even if you can't get here in person we're offering all of our classes virtually so um it's been interesting to see everybody's you know faces popping up singing on on a computer screen it's been a lot of fun (laughs) and where where are these programs offered are they specifically at stony brook southampton hospital or have you broadened it don't you have something in hampton bays as well for instance Yes, we do. So we initially offered all of our programs, um, like I said, we started right before the pandemic hit. So we were offering all of our programs at the Phillips Family Cancer Center, as well as at the hospital and in Hampton Bays. Um, And then when 
we when COVID was in its peak and until rec- until recently we were completely virtual so we transitioned all of our programs to a, an online version and we've been slowly transitioning some of our programs into a hybrid format where we're offering them both virtually and in person some of our programs just because of the high risk like for example singing um, that's still offered virtually but um, but our goal is to eventually be in person again but we want to keep everybody safe so we're doing everything in a in a very measured way and who's eligible to attend these that's a great question we really 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 wanted to reach out um, to everybody that was in treatment and make sure that they know they felt supported and just had more than just you know going I, I know it's an overwhelming time but not just going to the doctor and having something else to to go to as an outlet for support um, so anybody that's currently in treatment we we coordinate with their physician and get clearance and get them started um, in programs some programs you don't even need clearance if it's just a supportive program um, we also also support people that are, you know, we have patients that have been, you know, that were diagnosed 10, 15 years ago and they're in their survivorship stage and um, we have a lot of those patients and we also have some patients, some not patients, but participants that are caregivers because really treating the, you know, treating the whole, the patient as a whole and that includes the caregiver because it's a very stressful time for them. So we want to make sure we're supporting them as well. So is this specifically, these all of these uh, programs uh, geared toward uh, cancer patients? and and their caregivers or can it be say i i just want to get healthier can i just you know sign up somewhere or so we do we have a we have a vast array of of um regular wellness programs that is open to the general public and that's offered to everybody both virtually and in person um so those are our general wellness programs but we have we have programs that are specific and dedicated just to our cancer wellness patients so we, we have both both right and and yeah. what about the cost of this is all this covered by insurance so insurance does not cover um, these services, unfortunately, but we do offer them free to all cancer patients, survivors, mm. and caregivers. Wow. Um, so that's something we definitely want to get out to the community so that they're aware. You know, you know, a lot of people, a lot of times when you're going through treatment, all these things are available to you, um, or you might not even know they're available to you. Um, we want to make sure everybody knows that. It's not just while you're in treatment. It's also when you're, you know, when you're done with treatment and you're ready to go to that next stage, but you want a little bit more guidance and, and, and more knowledge of, of what to do next. Um, you know, we want to be there for them, and then we want to be there for the caregivers, too. Jessica, it sounds like you're setting a, a precedent here, are you? <laughs> I mean, there are, we, we did extensive research to see what other hospitals and what other programs were out there, you know, throughout the country. There are, there are programs that are available. I mean, for, for the size of our community, this is a very comprehensive program. It's, you know, we, in addition, you know, we have boxing, we have the lymphedema program, we have the singing program. Um, I feel like we're very lucky to, to be blessed with such a, a, um, a, an array of specialists. A lot of our, all of our instructors and our our therapists are certified in cancer wellness. You know, in in their in their specific subspecialty, they they certif- they get certified as a cancer specialist. So we have a lot of knowledge. So we just kind of we just want to share that with the community. Mm. And working uh, with or uh, for Laura Borgart, who's director of cancer services there, we just got off the phone with her. I mean, her experience is just amazing. Having been a patient, right? Having been a patient and then now running the cancer service, it's incredible. 
No, we, we have it. We have a great team. It's a very supportive um, environment. The patients feel, you know, feel very supported, and, and we want to make sure that they feel that way. It's a, it's an overwhelming experience to go through. Oh, we yeah. want to make sure that they have that support. Jessica, do you do you feel that? Um, and I, I asked you about setting a precedent because you seem to you and Laura both are all about treating the person as a whole not just treating cancer not just treating this or that it's it's the whole person and i i wonder if more uh, in the medical field are trying to establish that you know and to to approach it that way i i think it's definitely the way um, the way things are going in medicine, I think people realize that and, and are kind of are coming to expect that um, in their care, and, and we want we want to provide that. I think it's it's an important part of their of their cancer journey that they um, they feel supported and and it helps with you know I know there's studies out there that show that it it supports their healing process. Mm, mm. How does how does one uh, our listeners uh, as they listen here? How do we learn more about what programs you do offer? How do how do we? Where is the best place? I would say they could either call call us directly six three one seven two six eight eight zero zero. We also twenty four seven availability of our website, so you can go on and all of our programs can is can be signed up for online. And there's a link on the hospital. Um, Phillips Family Cancer Center page to link to all of our services, so you can sign up through through that link as well. Jessica, have you yourself personally taken any of these classes or sat in on them and uh, watched people and seen changes, perhaps? So, yeah, no, we, that's a great question as well. So we we've um like i said all of our classes are virtual so a lot of times we're we're the behind the scenes running the classes um the you zoom know, through, you do the zoom the link <laughs> <laughs> yes um so we're we're on the other end of the camera in the behind the scenes so we've we've got to you know we've had the pleasure of witnessing a lot of the um experiences that people have had that i normally wouldn't be able to attend all those classes so that's that's been a great experience and it's nice to see how people um you know at first i wasn't sure like how is this going to work all all virtual and how are people really going to connect and it's really really um heartwarming to see how people reach out and connect and and really have that bond forming even if they're not in person um and and for our in-person classes there's definitely the the bonds that form um between people and they share their stories and it's it's really nice to see them you know kind of get out and and be able to focus on something a little slightly different but also you know if they have questions it, it's it's a great environment where you can you can talk to other people you can you know reach out and you can just feel like you're in the same boat as somebody else and not not alone i was going to say and here's to more uh, potential in person but it's it's kind of nice to have the option i guess right in treating a, you know it really is the silver lining of, of covid it, it, you know we, we this is something we never really ever entertained before a few years ago and and now it's our way of life of and and it's works not just for people that aren't able to um get out for you know fear of covid it's for people that don't have transportation or um you know maybe they maybe they're not feeling great that one day that they don't feel like they can leave their house they want to be home um but they want to do what they can and they can at least attend a class and 
do what they can in the class. It's not as much of an effort to have to drive and park and, and you know, come into our building. So we were happy to be in everybody's living room as well. Jessica Swiatoka, you, you guys rock there at Stony Brook Southampton Hospital. And to find out more, I, I jotted down the number. So the number to call is 631-726-8800. Uh, and on, online, uh, the website would be what? stonybrooksouthamptonhospital.org and you would <laughs> just go easy. to the Phillips Family Cancer Center. I'll tell you, Jessica, thanks so much for chatting with us and I'm going to close out with a song about singing a song and just in honor <laughs> of your singing classes because, oh, uh, you know, this is Earth, Wind and Fire. We're going back to the 70s here, but the song sings, they say, uh, when you feel down and out, sing a song. So there you go. Jessica, thank you so much for talking with us. We really appreciate it.